Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 we're back, we're black, we're brown ambition. Hey, 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 Mandra, how you be? I'm good, I'm good. You hear the beautiful sounds of a daycare being closed for three days. I hope that they, I hope that whatever paint they are painting and whatever training those teachers are getting, I hope that it is worth it for this. Um, yeah, homeboy's home for three days in a row. And because, you know, I'm a work from home business mom, that means I'm also a stay at home business mom at the same time. And everything is fair and equitable and feminism. Yay! <laughs> but we did have some really exciting news, which will be great to like focus my brain on, which is there's like the there's the camp of people who are mad about this. And there's the camp of people who are just like thrilled about it. I choose to be. Wait, wait, can I make it a church announcement first? A church announcement? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. You know, like just like right. So I want to make a church announcement first to say thank you guys for all your support for um, Get Smart with Money. So it comes out September sixth. I'm gonna have a screening. Hopefully, manager, you're able to come. I know with all the baby and such, but it's gonna be at NJ Pack in Newark on September sixth, which is a, which is a Tuesday from uh, 6 to 9.30. It's free, you know, popcorn and stuff is on me. Um, but even if you don't live in like the Newark, New Jersey area, we'll have a we'll have digital tickets that will also be free. Um, and so just like look out for that. This is gonna be airing on Wednesday. The tickets are gonna drop on Thursday. Unlimited digital tickets, but 300 um, physical in-person tickets. Like I said, it's free to watch my new documentary alongside me and all of our amazing folks that, um, you know, who listen to this podcast and who are dream catchers and dream builders and mentees and such. So if you want to watch the trailer, head on over to Netflix at Get Good With Money. Make sure you click the like add or like this or something. It's like a button that you can add it to your like your list or whatever. So make sure you go to Netflix Type in Get Smart. I'm sorry, Get Good With Money is my book. Type in Get Smart With Money. Watch the trailer, yes, but click the little like add to list button um, there. That helps with the with the metrics and the numbers. So I'm so excited. That's why I'm so tired because there's so many things happening. Um, but yes, that's happening. And I just wanted to let that church announcement before we go because I, I have a different uh, brown boost. So I didn't want to, I did that brown boost last week. So I wanted to have it as a church announcement in the beginning. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah so preach, preacher, minute, go so ahead. That no, that's okay. Congrats. That's exciting. You're going to actually <laughs> yeah, do I'm like excited. a party. Is there an after party? Where, where are we? Um, yeah, so there is a little, there's the like show. a cute um, restaurant slash bar at NJ Pack is just a really, it's called New Jersey Performing Arts Center. So like your, some of your faves have performed there, you know, like the Beyonce, I mean like Destiny's Child, I guess, and Lauren Hill. It's just a huge 
a you know place where it, there's going to be a concert in Newark. That's where it is. Um, I will not be in that huge, huge, like their biggest theater. Um, I'm in something called the Chase Room. Um, but still, it's super nice. It seats like 300 or whatever. Um, yeah, like I said, it's free. Um, NJ Pack, September 6th. But I will drop the link on my socials on Thursday. So go ahead and get you a free digital ticket or... If you're in town or close by, a free in-person ticket. And then we can, you know, I can pretend like I like the fact that you want to hug me. <laughs> well, you recently had COVID, so like you have your inoculation. <laughs> Small blessings. Small blessings. Oh, speaking of church, we're finally getting my heathen child baptized. So shout okay. out to God. <laughs> shout out to God or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just, like, just in case. I don't want to be the reason that you're damned to hell, damned to hell, hellfire and damnation. What is it? Damnation and brimstone and all that kind of stuff. Um, like, no, I mean, I don't want to. Of course, you know, I whatever faith you believe in, I believe in that with you. And I'm here for it. But um, yeah, my husband's family is on the Catholic side. And okay. he was a Ooh, the fact that, that he was a pandemic baby stopped being like a viable excuse. <laughs> I don't know like I mean technically he's still not vaccinated all the way so I feel like it's still a valid excuse but yeah so we are finally getting it together he's um he's two so it's been a minute and um yeah it was funny because we went to this like local church here and um they have just been inundated by people who have moved to the suburbs from the city and they're like, wow, we're very popular all of a sudden, you know, like <laughs> all these people from the city coming up and I guess having like the pan pandemic baby boom now yes. um, getting baptized. But yeah, so I'm going to take a little, um, I don't have to technically take a class. My husband was like, you better get ready. We may have to have a church wedding. Like you may have to go to school. And I'm just like, fine, whatever it'll take for my mother-in-law to just be happy. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the little class for godparents just to, cause I just want to be able to know exactly what's going on. Um, but that's going to be a little family affair at some point, um, in September. So. I don't know. I was asking and low key, I was asking the the um, the priest, I was like, so do you have like a water gun you're going to chase him with? Because <laughs> I do not see Rio, you know, being cradled and, you know, blessed with holy water in peace. Yeah. But I asked when I was baptized, I want to say I was like, I was old. I like walked on stage. I, I think I was like in kindergarten or something. So I was okay. like four or five, you know? So I remember, cause I remember I loved my dress. I was like, get into it. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, you know, but there oh, God, we weren't, I wasn't dunked. You yeah. weren't dunked, like, it wasn't like one of the pool ones. No, I just remember, I think vaguely, maybe he put water on my head or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, I'm on stage in front of everybody. Hey, hey, y'all, you see me up here in my dress, slay <laughs> But yeah, I was I was a big girl. I was literally walked on stage, was like, hey, I don't need, don't hold my hand, I got it. Um, oh, okay, so, well, I feel better though. So he's not like super old, cause I was just like, you know, I don't know why I my know parents waited so long. Yeah, you can get baptized at any age, but it's just like, but it's funny because my mom bought him like a little baptism suit when he was a baby. She got way too excited. Aww. And uh, yeah, there's no way he's fitting into that. And <laughs> yeah, I that's why probably couldn't fit into that when he was a baby. He was tall. He was born tall. Probably. Probably. <laughs> what am I just going to like spend a ridiculous amount of money on a white suit for him? Like that seems silly. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Hey, hey, if you're listening and you've had a toddler baptized, what did you dress them in? 
so that I don't look a fool out there. All right, this concludes our church announcement. Amen. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I'm gonna call that a beginning. Like church announcement. Amen. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Well, can we get into student debt relief for a minute? Indeed we can. Because the people, the girls, the guys, the human beings, y'all, this debt relief plan, I was saying like there's either the camp that is like pissed and mad. It's like either not enough or we shouldn't have the debt canceled at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But I choose happiness. I choose optimism and I choose to be happy for people who are getting. (laughs) I choose you. (laughs) I just listen. I'm one of those people. You are too, Tiff. Like our student loans have been paid off, right? Yeah. So like I feel happy for y'all. Like I don't feel I feel like if your loans were paid off, you were capable of paying them off. You know, like you made it happen. So mm-hmm. it's not like, like, I'm not going to sit here and calculate, well, what if I had put that $8,793 in the stock market, mm-hmm. you know, instead of paying it off, what would I have now? Like, I just, I don't know. I just choose to be happy for people. So yeah. um, what kinds of, what should we cover? Should we just go through like a quick wrap, roundup of what exactly it all entails? Yes, we can. So starting with the amounts, we got $10,000. If you have regular, regular federal student loans, you're eligible mm-hmm. for ten up to $10,000. And the up to is important because you know they love mm-hmm. their fine print. Um, can we just, can, can, for just for a second, can we pause to say, this is why we be telling the girls, like if possible, if you have a choice between private and federal, girl, we be telling you to go to federal route. Because first of all, you know, you didn't have to pay for basically three years. We're going to be it's going to be three full years that you didn't have to pay. And then this forgiveness component. And sometimes you don't have a choice. So obviously, you know, the private. Right. But but to jump right into private, we don't suggest. But this is one of the reasons why I just want them now when, you know, later, for those of you who might be just going to college or whatever, like and you're making these considerations, you're like, oh, the federal student loans over private student loans, unless you don't have a choice. Yes, absolutely. So starting with the amounts, $10,000 or $20,000, which one of those depends on what type of loans you have. So if you have regular, regular federal loans and you get eligible for up to $10,000. And then if you are a Pell Grant recipient, um, which most households who qualify or families who qualify for Pell Grants um, tend to be on the lower income side. So if you're a Pell Grant recipient, you are eligible for up to double. But the income requirement of course, I feel like they have the announcement out there about the income requirement, but I'm still getting questions from people like, so if you um, have earned up to $125,000, you are eligible. If your household income, if your personal individual income is more than that, you're not eligible. And then for a household, so if you have a household of two earners, two adults earning an income, um, collectively, if you own, more, if you earn more than $250,000, um, then you are not eligible. So 125 or 250, those are the magic numbers for eligibility. Um, yeah, I would encourage anyone. So my sister qualifies for this too. And I was like, studentaid.gov slash debt relief is like the home base for all the knowledge, all the things. Can we say that again, Mandy, one more again for the, for the Student, girls who just grabbed the pen? <laughs> yes, yeah, studentaid.gov slash debt relief and if the site acts a little cray cray i think people crashed it over the weekend because i was trying to get on it yeah you can go to ed.gov and find your way there or whitehouse.gov 
There's also a good, um, and it's like on their homepage. There's a great fact sheet on whitehouse.gov. I think this is, I, I feel like this is immediately, whenever there's a new program, it's like, do not, if anyone calls you and they're like, pay me yes. $100, I'll get your application through. I'll make sure that you qualify for the student debt relief plan. No, no, immediately no. <laughs> it's free. You don't have to do shit. I mean, sorry, you don't have to do anything. Pardon my French. <laughs> to qualify, mm -hmm. other than call your student loan servicer and make sure that your information is up to date. Your income information, your mm -hmm. phone, your address, your direct deposit, all that is up to date. You can do that. But as long as you hit those qualification markers, you should, it should be automatic for you. Um, there may be a form that you have to sign up, sign up, um, or sorry, apply for technically, but that's going to be available to everybody. And I think word on the street is it's coming out in October. Okay. Can we just talk about real quick the pettiness level of the White House? So there's like, you know, oh, on Twitter. Post, Girl, <laughs> can we get yes. into the pettiness? So I don't know who's running the White House. It's clearly a millennial or a Z. Um, because I feel like exes, you know, we'd be following the rules. We're like, oh, I don't want to do that. So <laughs> what happened was that the number of Republicans who, of course, were crying every ever about this. Um, and they, you know, were sharing like, what will the farmers do? It was just so random. Like people will have to pay for your um you know, because you're getting loans forgiven, people, it's going to, um, the public is going to have to ingest those, um, you know, the payments. And so the White House in supreme pettiness would reshare the person opposing this forgiveness plan with how much PPE loan of forgiveness they receive. So it's like this person's like, they shouldn't get 10 million, 10,000. And then you see such and such was for had 900,000 of PPE money forgiven. Marjorie, whatever that lady, crazy lady with the with the blonde hair, you know, she had like a hundred something thousand a PPE loan forgiven. So it's like it, PPP. I said PPE. I don't know what a PPE is like. What is that? Isn't that like the personal protective equipment? Girl, it's okay. What it's been a PPP long PPP pandemic. Pandemonium <laughs> terms. I got you. I we know what you're talking so, about. Right, yes. So I just thought that I was like, wait. I, first, I was like, I thought it was a joke, and because you know, people were sharing it, I was like, oh, maybe somebody just made this meme. And like, no, 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 it's the actual White House account. Basically, they did that. Did you remember when Will Smith um, smacked um, Chris Rock? And the black constituents were uh, like, although yes. we do not agree with Will Smith smacking Chris Rock, we are going to discuss it amongst ourselves, amongst family. You out there, you're not allowed to say nothing about Will Smith. Don't say nothing about Will Smith. And anyone who says something, people pulled up receipts to say, this you? Like Jim Carrey saying whatever about Will Smith, but meanwhile, he forcibly kissed, and like um, I think it was Christina Aguilera or somebody on stage. And they were like, Jim Carrey, this you? Uh, okay, be quiet. Um, anybody who said literally anything, it's like, we're not saying Will is right. We're saying we're not talking to you. And so they pulled the immediate dis you and the White House did like, so you don't want regular people to have this $10,000, potentially up to $20,000 forgiven, but you can be forgiven. I just saw a clip about, you know, the DR, you know, the Voldemort of personal finance that we don't mention his name. Um, he was basically saying how, oh, this is just for, for the Biden administration to get you guys to like that before, you know, midterms. And I'm like, probably. Um, 
Right? I'm like, I mean, so give me dinner before you seduce me. Right? Take me out. Shoot. And so, you know, where everybody's aware. And he was like, basically, that people should be responsible for their own debt. I'm like, and yet when you go to DR's website, he literally has my bankruptcy story. He had a net worth of a million dollars. This is him, his sanctioned website that the words there are words that he said, yes, put up here. He filed for bankruptcy when he was in his mid-20s and he had a net worth of a million dollars. This is what his website says. So I'm like, I'm confused. How do you say confused in Spanish? Confundida. That might be confounded, but close enough. That's good, close enough. Yo soy no confundida. Because I'm just like, uh, here's the thing. How are you going to apply for bankruptcy, Mr. I was a millionaire? And then when the poors, including myself, well, I'm not a poor, but I was, are like, hey, I'm having a hard time. I would love some help because this would have been so helpful when I needed it. No, not you. It's giving hypocrisy. It's giving patriarchy. It's giving selfishness. It's giving, I don't really care about people. I just care about myself. And as long as I can get what I need to get, forget about everybody else. You know, it's giving Dave Ramsey. Did we say his name out loud? Oh, yeah, there you go. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that component, too, that, like, some of the people are angry and, you know, but who cares? Um, if you if you qualify, you know, for some people, honestly, it's not even nearly enough. I had a friend. She has her master's. She owes six figures. And she's like, girl, this is just a little drop in a bucket, I guess. So some people are saying it's not enough. Some people say it's too much. Some people are saying you shouldn't do it at all. Um, but either way, it's happening. We got to so, start somewhere. Yes. And you know what? It has been a long few years since Biden was elected. Has it been a few years? How many years has it been? It feels like 70-11. Anyway, it's been a minute, right? And at least finally, we are seeing some action, okay? We have had some gun reform, and it's never going to be enough for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, we have had this huge um, Inflation Reduction Act that was just passed, which has, you know, given so much more access to, um, to American households, like given you subsidies to, to invest in like electronic vehicles. That's the only thing that stands out to me because my husband has been hammering that home in my head ever since it was passed. But now we have the student debt relief. Now, I and then I feel like progressives, like people were like, oh, it should be 50K, it should be more. But at least we started somewhere, right? We set a president, no pun intended. And I feel like, let's see what happens. Um, we should also mention that it wasn't just about debt relief, this, um, this I don't know, this, this action that he took. It's also extending one final time your moratorium on federal student loan payments until the end of 2022. So one final time, and they were clear this time, one final time until December 31st, 2022, and then payments will resume in January. Um, and then they also like created a new income-driven repayment plan, right? Where it's 5%, it's based on um, your payments will be capped at 5% of your income. So very exciting things from it this It is plan. exciting, you know, honestly. So hopefully people can lean into this and start to, you know, get a little writer, you know what I mean? Yes. And just one final announcement for again, for the girls in the back, do not listen to your uncle at the cookout, even not just us, like go to whitehouse.gov, go to studentaid.gov and get the information directly from the government websites. And be sure that you are following all the proper uh, protocols, signing up so that you get the application when it's sent out. 
you know, being on top of this, um, just so you're not susceptible to any scams or people trying to take advantage of you, because that is that's what tend to happen. We saw it with PPP loans. We saw it with um, we see it with student loan relief now, you know, so yeah, just stay alert and let us know if y'all spot any scams and we'll shout them out in a bad way. Yeah. Call them out. <laughs> Should we take a break? We will be right back with Boost or Break, y'all. Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And we're black and back with brown boost, brown break. What you gonna do? Is you gonna boost or break on you? Brown boost, brown break. What we gonna do? Are we gonna boost or break on you? No one ever knows that part. <laughs> Let the bad boys bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Police, cops. No, police, cops. <laughs> Why was that appropriate television for like a seven-year-old? Because that's really what I was watching. When I look back show. at some of the things I was watching, I'm like, what? was I watching first of all I remember when Miss Cleo first came out when you know you were too young no I remember Miss Cleo. Cleo late night call me now so <laughs> it, I don't know if it was Miss Cleo but I remember back in the day I had just learned to use the phone because my parents taught me how to call like, oh, in case something happened and I just thought that you could just call phone numbers girl mm. when that $250 bill came in ouch you know, my dad's like who has been calling and I'm like I don't understand I did not understand that you paid, girl. I, anytime a phone number came across the screen, I ran and I called. And I'd be like, "Hello, hello, girl." Let's just say I ain't never called nobody again. <laughs> I had a teenage brother so in the era of Skinamax and pay per view. Let me just say Ooh, that, okay? So, I girl, think my brother, I, <laughs> we got a phone bill. I think he was like, it wasn't even like one of those sexy time phone hotlines that he called. It was like Victoria's Secret customer service line that he I called, can't. and some or something like that. Anyway, anyway, shout out to listen. No matter if it was smartphones before smartphones, kids have been finding a way to run girl. up phone bills since the beginning. What of if they not buying a robot? or whatever literally Carol was like Roman so was on her um on her in his uh, um tablet and she was like did you just buy a game he said the other one's boring and he should have got a tablet she's like I thought I had these you know like you have these things on it so people the kids can't buy stuff he done sidestepped it to buy what he want to buy oh, <laughs> these Lord kids will be mercy. running up your bill mm. no matter mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. so I'm going to boost this time well i think i boosted last time too but um this actually just came across my time of the line um let's see i took a picture of it so i wouldn't forget photos so i couldn't believe i'm like is this real it is apparently nigeria shout out to the Nigers, which i am becomes the first country to ban white and british models in all advertising they said we have 200 million beautiful people here we will use our own I've never heard oh. that before. And I was like, okay, 
guy? Because, well, here's the thing that that's like, so I think that's, it's, I think having your people reflected in advertising is critically important because it, it is one of the reasons why there's so much self-hate because if you look and you're like, well, you're telling me that's what's beautiful and that doesn't look like me at all. And I will say, I was actually surprised about that. I'm like, I'm like, okay, all for representation, but I, I'm surprised because typically when I've gone to Nigeria, I haven't, you don't really see, that's usually what you see. You see black people in ads. Now, what I really want Nigeria to do is ban lightening of skin. You know, and maybe that's why they're doing this because there's an, like an epidemic, if you will, of skin lightening. I mean, it's gotten, it, before it used to just be creams. And like, but you could tell because people's knuckles would be dark still because you can't really lighten the knuckles. So, and then also too, the cream would lighten you in a very unnatural way, you know? And then people started taking pills that would like, I, I don't know, reduce your melanin. Yes, and now, Mandy, people get um, IV fluids. There's like a like a medicine that you can take. There's actually a medicine that you can take to actually make yourself darker, but there's also this like IV that you can take that makes yourself lighter. Like it's crazy and really dangerous and can mess up all parts of your, so I'm hoping that this is having advertisements that largely reflect the population will allow people to see just how beautiful they are already. So I was like, okay, yeah, so we'll see with all that. Because I feel like I don't know that I've seen that many non-black people in advertisements in Nigeria. I mean, it's only I've only been a, a few times and it's been a while. Um, but I'm wondering, I would have to do some more research. I just literally saw a camera across. I would have to do some more research. Is it is it as a, a result of the, of the lightning epidemic that maybe if people saw themselves more, they wouldn't want to not look like themselves? I don't know. It's not even, I mean, for me, Obviously, I'm not um, Nigerian, but I feel like what we really need, well, what we need in, a, in, in addition to things like that is how can we invest in young girls' self-love? Because I feel like when you are when you are grown when you grow up in an environment where you're surrounded by women who love their skin, they love their hair, they love their bodies, then that it's like it's it's infusing you know young girls who grow up and then they're not because the problem with advertising and even for i mean like advertising is kind of old school like everyone's on social media now it's when we glorify you know european beauty um uh you know ideals we're doing it like because we're seeing it and then we're thinking oh but i'm not that so like it's really about can we get to a place where little girls can see you know, Eurocentric beauty and just think, oh, that's good for her. <laughs> and I look gorgeous and beautiful too. And I mean, that's a lot. That's like, that's going to take generations. I think we need a generation, yes. a couple generations I mean, worth of fair, it There definitely is. I mean, when I was there, a hierarchy of like light skin is better. And it's like, where does that come from? When the truth is the average person, I'm like the average complexion. You know, for at least for like, you know, the part of Nigeria that my family's from that like, so it's like, well, where does that come from? You know, um, and I mean, and here's the thing, the advertising is one thing, but there's still social media, there's still, you know, you can't hyphen up to, to your point. It's like, well, if we're gonna do the ads, can we do can we do ads where people are not lightening their skin? Let's denormalize that because it's Why don't so you ban those products? Like, that sounds yes. like a public health emergency. It is. That you can even sell that shit on the shelves because what yes. could, what would be the health use other yes. than like that's a wild to me when i heard Ugh. that people could take Terrifying. pills and ivs to do that i'm like what like literally if you look at there's some people like for example you look at um uh, sammy sosa 
you know, he's a Dominican, I believe, um, a very famous uh, baseball player. And like you see, like the type of lightening that his skin has undergone, it's not something you could get from cream. You know, that he's using something, um, a more permanent, stronger method. Uh, and so it's like really like, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, really? whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. I can't even picture and so, what it's like. Is that what like little Kim was doing? Isn't little didn't little Kim Oh dang. Yeah. I just see Sammy Sosa? Do your Googles. Mandy's looking at it now. Look at Mandy. I can see I can literally see your eyes go back, Mandy, from back and forth between them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching your eyes I, like <laughs> I mean yeah, that's, that's not real no, extreme. That is I don't feel like I don't know. The, yeah, that's people really don't have extreme. access to that, so they're using these creams that break break them out in rashes and Girl, so yeah, so we shall see how this works. I'm gonna do some research to see, like, is this in relation to like the skin, like lightning, like epidemic, and that's why they're like, oh, maybe if people could see themselves and like, because you know, typically advertisements, they're there to say this is what's beautiful, and so that is that the purpose, and so if so, I'm like, let's see. Um, so yeah, that's my boosty breaky. Like you know, the Nigerian has decided to try this and see how it goes. Um, yeah, we're going to see. Well, I have like a semi-related boost. I was going to boost my girl Lizzo because not only did she win some Moon Men last night, I actually found, I was like Googling like a boomer. How do you stream the VMAs? I just wanted some <laughs> entertainment. With you my know, and in Newark, they, they tape it in Newark, which I'm like, ow, look at us. <laughs> oh, really? Nice. Okay, you were close by. Yeah, so I, I was streaming it and I caught her acceptance speech. I don't know, I forget what award it was, like song of the year, album of the year, something for about damn time. And so there was this comic, this male comic. I don't even know if I want to speak his Ari, name. Ari, Ari, Spe okay, Ari on, Spears, something like mm -hmm. that. I hadn't heard mm -hmm. of him. I mean, shade, but nobody no had not heard of him until he decided to use Lizzo and her platform to um, to make sure that he became a headline. So he was like fat shaming her and saying just really, I mean, fucked up, fat phobic, um, misogynistic remarks about her body type and compared her to emo uh, just a childish behavior. Like I have heard better jokes on the school bus. OK, in in Henry County, Georgia, shout out to all the bullies anyway. But Lizzo got up on stage to win her award and she gave an epic performance in this like amazing pink cat suit, whatever. She looked phenomenal. Um, and she was like, I know she said something to the effect of, is this the point where you guys want me to like shout out my haters or make a comment? Like, I'm not going to comment because, bitch, I'm just winning. Yeah. And period, period paragraph. She so said, I, I, the best revenge is your paper. I said, if you don't yeah. want Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> did she literally say that? Yeah. <laughs> I did not catch that part. It. Maybe I just saw a clip. Anyway. Yeah. So love Lizzo. Shout out to her for that moment. And I mean, I, I feel like people like Lizzo, I will shout out to Lizzo and Ashley Graham. And I, I'm on the right side of TikTok. I am in the, the full figured women side of TikTok. There's so much positive body content out there. If you guys look for it, like there are incredible content creators and they are just glorifying bodies that look like the ones that I see every day. Like I took my son to the pool this morning and I didn't even worry about shaving my legs because I just saw a TikToker yesterday like, ooh, regular girl at the pool, you know, panty lines not perfect, didn't go get waxed. Like this is a reality. Um, and people like Lizzo, I think she's the queen of that body love, self love um, movement. Cause like I'm at this point, I'm just, I'm tired of choosing to feel shitty about the body that I have um, in the moment that I have it. And I was just like, in another 35 years when I'm 70, I'm going to be looking back and being like, damn, girl, girl look like, at those girl, you knees. was fine. You was fine 
Look at those legs, leg and those knees, kneeing, <laughs> walking upstairs. Look at you with your elbow bending at, at will. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I, as much as there's negativity out there, I do feel like there's such a safe space. If you if you find the right spaces on these Internet streets, on on social media where you can feel loved and be seen. And yeah, so shout out to Lizzo. Congrats on you deserve all the trophies. And to all the creators who are time. glorifying. Yes, it's about damn time to glorify these body types. Um, I love that. Okay. Yes, I love it. All right. Um, you guys can listen to us every Wednesday as per usual. Bring a friend next time. Don't come alone because, you know, we're here. <laughs> um, also, listen to us on Friday. We have our BAQA, Brad Ambition, question and answer. So Not to be missed. Mm-hmm. So Don't you can always to go check to Brad Ambition Podcast. Oh, oh yes. bad. Check out no, Tips no. documentary. Yeah. Her starring role in a documentary <laughs> called Get Smart with Money, September yes. 6th. While you were talking about it, I went onto Netflix's app because that's what I do when I'm having mommy time in the bathtub. Okay. Okay. And I hit the little bell icon. Good. Yes. Where you get an to alert. Notified. Right. Mm-hmm. Did I do it right? You can yes, also you share did. that. So then I went and shared it on my Instagram. Okay. So Ooh, you guys okay. go the extra mile. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of chocolate women doing the damn thing, Tiffany, it's about damn time that you had a starring role in a Netflix series. So September 6th. <laughs> so I'll send you my awesome. bill for publicity later. <laughs> Thank you. All right, y'all. Until next week. See y'all next Bye. week. Hey, BA fam. We could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition Podcast is produced by Cumulus Podcast Network. It's edited by the wonderful Imani Crosby and produced by Tanya Bustos. Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. And I am Mandy Woodruff-Santos, your co-host. And I will see y'all next week. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.